I'm Sophie. And I'm Emily. Welcome to Hallmark Remarks. Hallmark Remarks. Ba-na-na. Where we go deep about shallow movies. Where we talk all things Hallmark, dating, mental health, and pop culture. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to Hallmark Remarks. This is Emily. Hey guys. We were unable to record a new episode this week. Sophie was unfortunately hit with a pretty gnarly stomach flu. She's feeling much better now, but we wanted to just take a day of rest and actually take advantage of this opportunity to share some fun stuff with you guys that we did a few weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, we had the opportunity to be guests on our friends Alex and Ethan's podcast called I Watched That. So we've decided to just share that episode here on our platform for you guys because we knew that you would like the same type of content and we did talk about a really awesome movie with the guys a few weeks ago. So please enjoy our conversation with Alex and Ethan about A Ticket to Paradise, which is the new-ish Julia Roberts and George Clooney movie. And honestly, we recorded this so long ago and I can't remember exactly what we talked about, but I know that there's some good stuff in there for you guys. And while you're at it, go ahead and go give their podcast a follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Again, it's called I Watched That. Um, The guys are awesome and we had a lot of fun on this episode. So I hope you like it and we'll be back next week with two episodes for you guys. Talk to you later. You're listening to I Watch That, a podcast about all things movies, TV, and pop culture. If you like what you hear, share this with your friends. We hope you enjoy and look forward to discussing more in today's episode. What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to a special episode of I Watched That. So I'm Ethan. And this is Alex. It's episode number... I think I it's know. seven? 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 Eight? Something like that. Who even knows? Who even... Right. I honestly lose track every single time. I lose track time, every okay. single time. We're not even in double digits <laughs> and I lose track. So today we have some special guests. So... We have two amazing, amazing new friends of ours from a wonderful podcast called Hallmark Remarks. We have Emily and Sophie with us. Say hey, guys. Oh, we're so we're so excited about this collab that we're doing. But before we get started, can you guys just introduce a little bit about yourselves? Give us a little bit about your podcast. And if anyone were to check out your podcast, which we'll definitely link in the description of this episode. Tell us a little bit about what you guys review, why you review it, what you watch. Give us all of the updates. That's a lot. Emily, do you want to (laughs) start? Yeah. Hi, I'm Emily. Um... (laughs) I like long walks on the beach and Hallmark movies, uh, both of which are actually true. But no, I live in um, just south of Richmond, Virginia, and um, Sophie and I are friends because I am her brother's ex-girlfriend. So that's really, <laughs> that's how we, <laughs> that's Nobody how is going to be able to see my face, but the face I just made, that's so that's how funny. We became, that's like how we became friends, and um I don't even remember like when we broke up, but Sophie and I have been friends for a couple of years now at this point. So um, that's how we know March each other. And of 2019, yeah, 2021. Street. Yeah, something like that. So we we have a very unique friendship. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how we, we started 
uh, doing this podcast is because we both love Hallmark and have a yeah. have a, a knack for <laughs> mm-hmm. critiquing them, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love yeah. it. Um, so I'm Sophie. I'm Emily's um, ex boyfriend sister. <laughs> 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 I really had to think about that. I was like, how do we how do we know each this? other? Um, <laughs> yeah. So funny story. We when they were still dating, um, did a couple of Facebook lives where we reviewed Hallmark movies and just were cracking up at like just the terribleness of what we had just watched. Um, and they were so good that, um, her boyfriend at the time, my brother was like, you guys should do a podcast. So thanks Roger. Um, greatest story ever. Yeah. I love it. It's, and so the first but I'm like, movie, how Hallmark of us? I know. You know what I mean? Like, how Hallmark? Yeah. That, like, it sounds like that's something involved movie. in the story. It really yeah. Does. yeah. The first exactly. movie that we reviewed, ironically, was not a Hallmark movie. And um, okay. we watched it at Sophie's house, like, one weekend. And it was so bad. Like, she said that we had to, like, do a Facebook Live talking about it. 20 minutes of us just talking about how bad it was. And then that was the first movie we officially reviewed on our podcast that was our first episode we were like we got to bring it full circle so um that's kind of how it started it was a netflix movie yeah Yeah, so um like i said i'm sophie i alex and i we actually work together at university so um that's how we know each other and um and i've been working there for i think like a decade at this point and um i am a single mom i adopted my daughter through foster care um this last March, so uh, nine months ago? Yeah. Nine months ago? Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Um, really fun, and yeah, I basically went to Emily and said that I wanted to legit do the podcast that we kind of talked about for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, we started it last summer, so it's a little over a year old for us, and um, we always say that we review Hallmark or Hallmark-esque movies, <laughs> yeah. so nice. rom-coms totally fit in there. Um, Lifetime movies, mm. uh, Netflix movies, that kind of thing. And they're not just holiday movies, but we yeah. are yeah. in holiday oh, yeah. movie season right now. It's my now. mom's yeah. favorite season. It's coming. It is. We're well, in tell it. Tell your mom to, to listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not even Halloween. My mom doesn't even listen to our podcast. So that's, <laughs> Mine doesn't either. Mine doesn't listen to ours. If she listens so. to ours instead of yours, ooh. That would be so funny. <laughs> Goals. But yeah, mm-hmm. we're, I'm excited to be here. I'm like nervous, excited. I've never been yeah, interviewed no, is, on oh anybody else's no. uh, <laughs> well, It'll well, be a good time. Well, just so you guys know, our listeners are very aware of this. Our roommate do be staying lawn, doing laundry while we record episodes. Yeah. So but it's okay. Are, <laughs> it's right. It just it's just coincidental. I, and it's like, always, it's, okay. it's kind of it's homey at this Heavenly point. Heavenly Father's testing us. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father's testing us. <laughs> that's from Under the Banner of Heaven. A we, show that we I've only seen one episode, one episode of. and that's that's the thing we took away from it. So oh, what yeah. <laughs> we love watching things and we wanted to know like other than some Hallmark movie movies maybe, or it could be all Hallmark movies, um, what are some of your favorite movies that you guys enjoy watching? Like a top top three, maybe. Yeah. Do you have any uh, on your brain? Well, top. So I have two that are perpetually tied for number one okay. slot for me. Um, and I say that because I quite literally cannot pick between the two of them. Um, Remember the Titans and Pride and Prejudice. Oh. Two very oh. different movies. Yeah. But, um, Remember the Titans. I watch every time I watch it. There's a new thing I learned about it, and I think I've watched it 50 times. So mm-hmm. wow. either I'm really dumb or just so profound. <laughs> um, but. I am a huge football fan, so I love it for that reason, and I also, just the acting in it is phenomenal, the story is phenomenal, 
Um, and it's kind of cool now living in Virginia, you know, having it be something that was only, mm-hmm. I think it mm-hmm. wasn't like outside of Richmond, right? Like that it was set or maybe in Richmond. Anyway. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> sorry. We're not really <laughs> knowledge. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I end up, I don't even mean to, but I end up watching it right before football season starts. It just, mm-hmm. I happen yeah. to put it in and then it gets me like excited for football season. Um, and then, and it's like a life goal to meet Denzel Washington. Um, but <laughs> Same. I, and then Pride and Prejudice, because I just, I love that era. I love that style of movie. Um, if Bridgerton wasn't so raunchy, I would totally be like into <laughs> it <laughs> um, because of that. But I also love Keira Knightley, which I just discovered. I'm not Keira kidding. Knightley. 20 minutes ago that Emily freaking hates Keira Knightley. So <gasps> I don't like her. I, love, I don't know. Love the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Word. So good. Yeah. But I mean, the way that Pride and Prejudice makes me, I i have seen that movie so many times, and I find Mr. Darcy completely ugly in the beginning of the movie and completely attractive in the end of the movie, no matter how many times I've seen it. Like, that's just cinematic gold at that point. Mm. Yeah. We love uh, a, ma- a male character from the female gaze. Okay, <laughs> Not gonna lie, I remember when I was in AP Literature in high school, we watched um, Pride and Prejudice after the exam. And because we had nothing to do, and so I remember it was seventh period. I fell asleep for forty minutes during that movie. <laughs> took a solid nap. I took a solid movie. nap. That's so disappointing. I know. Maybe I can watch it again, but I did. I feel like Little Women was very similar <gasps> in a way. I love maybe style wise, and I enjoyed that movie. Mm-hmm. Little Women well, made me cry. The new Ryder? one. The new one. Uh, yeah. yeah, the newer oh. one. Saoirse Ronan. I haven't seen that Pew. one. That one, I it's, it's good. It's good. I usually don't see yeah. movies other than comic book movies twice, but I saw Little Women twice, and it was that good. <laughs> <laughs> I love Little Women. That's amazing. Time's still delivered. I'm yeah, have to watch it. I enjoyed that Little Women version, but I think people who know the Little Women storyline mm-hmm. really enjoyed that one. If you don't know, sure. it, okay, my child, she was sure. like, no. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll have to give Pride and Prejudice a little a little rewatch. I'll bring it into the office for you. Perfect. <laughs> No one, you didn't mention how our offices are right next door to each other, so we're constantly talking about all the newest things. If the doors are open, if our doors are open, Alex will yell, Is that the new Taylor Swift album? (laughs) Wait, I was just about to ask, like, did you partake in the Jonas Brothers back and forth? uh, And so, like, well, that's when I first started working. We started working together, and you had that Jonas Brothers sign on your door. And was it the day after the concert or the before? Or. It was after. It was after? I, I, the, 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 the sign literally said, I went to the Jonas Brothers concert, um, and that's all I want to talk about, so if you yeah. walk in, these, in this door, like, that's what I'm going to Be prepared. And leave me alone otherwise. And that's yeah. when I was, like, learning my footing with the office <laughs> that we work at, so I didn't know, like, if I could, like, intrude and be like, oh my gosh, tell me how it was, so I never did it. <laughs> I remember seeing pictures of the signs that she put up, and I was like, okay, first of all, really clever. Like, really, really well-written. And also, I was like, oh, I really want to know everybody else's reactions. Like, didn't people, like, type back and forth to you and, like, play jo- you played the music or something? Yeah, they had stuff on their doors. Yeah, and yeah everyone like, copied you that like, day. I, I, I that. did not... I did not go to the Jonas Brothers concert so you can walk in and have a normal conversation with me. Like, that's what one person Trendsetter, you are. That's amazing. <laughs> Just wait until she decorates for Christmas. The cubicle. Oh. Like, the door contest. Right? No, she had a good Christmas door last year. Oh, yeah. I did. Did and you I win? Lost. You I'm lost. So 
No, I lost. Yeah, that's right. It was the it was a gingerbread house. It was that's a straight up gingerbread house. It was good with the with my door being the door to it. It was really good. Um, yeah. and it was Christy who won because she did like Winter Wonderland through a window. Mm. Whatever. I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm surprised I didn't win. I just put my door in wrapping paper. That was it. <laughs> Simple and effective. I love. But that. anyway, Emily, tell us some of your kind of favorite movies. I also have a lot of favorites, so I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of like nostalgia wise Mm -hmm. one of my favorites is definitely princess bride i used to watch that all the time when i was younger and that's another one that like as i've gotten older and watch it the humor is different to me and i just like pick out different things that i'm like oh my gosh that's actually like really hilarious and i pick up on Mm -hmm. little things um it's ironic that sophie and i literally just reviewed a christmas movie on our channel because it is october 25th and it's not even <laughs> Halloween. And I love Halloween. I love scary movies mm-hmm. and like spooky movies. Um, so I guess like whatever season I'm in, I'm like, okay, that's the type of movie that I want to watch right now. And one of my favorite scary movies, because it genuinely terrifies me, is Insidious, like one and two. Those are so scary. <laughs> um, but like if I'm thinking overall, it's definitely like Princess Bride. I love Dirty Dancing. I'm a theater kid. So like any. Me too. Yes, let's go. Um, So, like, Dirty Dancing I love, like, great choreography. Um, I genuinely do really love Hocus Pocus because it's just horrible and, (laughs) like, it makes it good. Um, So, yeah, those are a couple that I can right off the top of my head be like, okay, I used to watch this as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, obviously, like, I was a musical theater kid and a Disney kid, so, like, (laughs) hand in hand. I'm like, put on, like, Tangled and I'm... Tangled or Princess and the Frog, and I'm done for. I'm like, I'm yep. sitting and watching this. Don't care what else I, I think have you realize it, but you and Ethan I, have we're... two core personality traits <laughs> yep. that you are just discovering <laughs> right now. Are you an Enneagram 7? <laughs> uh, no, actually. I'm a one-wing 2. Okay. That's that's mm. fair. Sophie yeah. and I are because both Because me sevens. and Emily are... We're both Enneagram 7s, okay. so that mm-hmm. is part of the ridiculousness. I know. So. It's yeah. true. That's but my yeah. wing, so... Yeah. But, that's fair. Me. Period. Yeah. Period. Period. What did you think of Hocus Pocus 2? Uh, I haven't seen it yet, actually. So oh, my, oh, uh, Alex has an <laughs> I love Hocus I, Pocus. Alex was asleep. I like the first Yeah, I fell asleep it. during it, so I mean. So, uh, but I've heard mixed reviews. Like, I obviously really want to watch it. Um, I, the re- this is my personality in a nutshell. Like, the reason I haven't watched this movie is because I can't remember my Disney Plus login, and I just can't be bothered to figure it out right now. So I, That happened um, to me in Hulu. <laughs> like, I'll figure it out eventually. Um, but the first one I love, because, again, it's nostalgic. I think it's, yeah. like, silly, and, like, I think it's funny that everybody's, like... I Like, I can admit that it's not a good cinematic, mm-hmm. like, movie. It's just... A nostalgic movie. Well, that's good. Yeah. Like, I just really enjoy it for that reason. I, I call them Taco Bell movies. Like, you know they're not good for you, but you still love to have them every now and then. This is very every true. Every once in a while. It's like a little treat. Yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. You were saying spooky movies are, like, some of your favorite. Have you watched any recently? Because we just watched Halloween Ends. Oh, I was going to mention another. Well, it wasn't. A, and it, which other one? I was going to say, have you seen Barbarian? And Barbarian was pretty good. I really want to see Barbarian and Smile. Those are I. <gasps> I want to go see Smile those. Smile is great. Um, I, I just Smile. saw The Invitation, which mm. I I liked because. But like, I mean, again, it's like I read a lot of fantasy novels and like I loved yeah. Twilight, obviously. <gasps> so I. Oh, I did too. Uh. <laughs> 
core personality. So <laughs> I know, I can admit it's bad. But like the invitation, I think it wasn't marketed well. I think mm. like it was it if it was marketed as like a vampire romance, I think sure. it would have done much better with reviews and like and like turnout. But on I'm on like the book side of TikTok and everybody on that side oh, is like talking book talk. about yeah. book talk yeah they're talking about like the <laughs> fantasy novels and like they love this movie but it, they mm-hmm. like you wouldn't know that it was a vampire movie because it wasn't marketed as such but mm-hmm. I I also really like like Crimson Peak and um, those okay. style of okay. movies so it's like the okay. the dark like fantasy kind of spooky but not outward like scary movies but I do want to see Smile and I do want to see Barbarian those are on my list for sure. If I had to choose between the two, we've talked about this before, but Barbarian, I think you would agree too, hopefully. I think that's the best horror movie oh, of the yeah. year. It's in my really? top ten overall. Yeah. And I it's... don't like horror movies. Yeah. I've heard good things about both of them. I've heard, I've heard mixed about Smile, but good about Barbarian. And then yeah. um, it just came in my brain and I already forgot it. It'll come back to me. Oh, Invisible Man. I liked that <gasps> remake a lot with I Elizabeth. Love... That was really good movie. Um, that was the last movie I saw in theaters before COVID. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was yes. I watched it like on HBO at home and I was so stressed. I don't think I could have done it in the theaters. It was yeah. so stressful, was but crazy. so so good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Sophie, if you ever want to watch a scary movie, those are great scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched a quiet place in theaters like opening week. That was that good. Was yeah, that was a what good. What about one. part 2? Have you seen I was part like, 2? No, and it's just because I haven't taken the time to. Sure. Um, but I wanted to see it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like, I wanted to see it with a full theater. Mm -hmm. um, Because, because I had heard, obviously, it's quiet. um, So I had heard that ahead of time. And I was like, I kind of want to see, like, what it's like being in a theater, like, full of people. Where we're normally quiet for a movie. But you have to be, like, extra quiet because it's a quiet mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, and at one point I'm watching it, and it was when the baby starts kind of crying a little bit. Mm-hmm. And someone yells out, shut the heck up <laughs> to the baby. And I was like, this is why I came. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is why I'm here. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking of how awkward I am in the movie theater when, like, the the trailers or like the previews have ended and then it's about to start but it's like that one quiet time in the middle and everybody's like slowly opening their snacks (laughs) i'm like well pretend you're not here it's so quiet so i i don't think i could have done a quiet place in the theaters because i would have been like it's stressful yeah i remember the first i remember when i saw those in theaters it was was crazy crazy yeah Yeah, Um, don't watch it on an airplane i tried that because i was like let me just try and watch a movie and it was like the quiet place. Not a good idea. You said perfect. <laughs> I'm stressed about turbulence. Let me watch a movie. Oh, don't, don't recommend. I don't recommend. <laughs> it's so quiet and soothing and peaceful. It's great, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, turbulence the whole time. I'm freaking out. I'm like, I need a Disney yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I remember the first one when I saw it in theaters. Like I went with my sister, and like the first noise happens. And everyone just screams like someone just popped out of nowhere because we had a full <laughs> theater. And I'm like, yeah. Ugh, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. I remember my first <laughs> horror movie I saw in theaters. Um, I saw Woman in Black. If you've seen that, Emily. Or yeah, yeah, I, I, saw that one. I watched like 30 minutes of it and I said, I got to go. Not for me. And I left. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to head out. <laughs> I said, I'm going to head out. I'm good. <laughs> I thought yeah. I saw that in theaters, too. Um I don't think that was one I watched 
outside of the theaters. It's one of those that I didn't really care to watch again. But I, I remember being stressed because for me, that was like the one of the first movies, though, that Daniel Radcliffe, like that I had seen Daniel Radcliffe in outside of Harry Potter. And I was very curious about like what his skills were outside of all of that. So I was I was remember being like surprised and impressed by him. I was like, OK, good. You can do something outside of Harry Potter. Like, I'm excited for you. But I never watched it again. So, yeah, I was like, it was good. It was all right. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of mid when I looked back yeah. on it later. I was like, oh, it's okay. It's average. There's one movie that I remember as a child. Like, I went over to my cousin's house one time, and my uncle was watching House on Haunted Hill, like, on their big TV. And I was, mm. like, seven or eight, and it terrified me. I oh. saw, like, five minutes of this, like, in passing. And, of course, I was, like, peeking around the corner because they yeah. said, this is scary, Emily. You're not supposed to watch this. And I'm, like, yeah. peeking around and the corner. And you still remember. I remember being terrified but i want to watch it now at almost 30 to be like was it really that scary or was i seven because i was genuinely afraid for a while i like couldn't sleep and i saw like five minutes of the movie but um the i think it was like like on a t-shirt was it really that scary or or was was i I seven because i I know there was like an original version of that movie but this one was like the 1999 98 or 99 version with um larder and I think Tay Diggs was in it, but mm-hmm. I remember seeing a little bit of that and being like, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. But now I have to watch it to compare. Yeah. That's why it was it's when... Like paranormal activity. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my parents were gone and when I was a little kid and I turned on the TV and it was Child's Play on like one of the local yeah. TV stations <laughs> and there was like a crazy doll running around and I remember I turned on the TV, went to my room and I prayed. <laughs> I said, I'm so sorry for the TV. I'm so sorry, God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> please, please don't let him come after me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was one of those. <laughs> I prayed. That's one of those movies. I remember seeing part of that when I was younger too and I just re- get so scared. I was like, Mom, I remember. I yeah. just saw this one part of the movie and I just can't stop thinking about it. And she was like, well, if you think about it, you're attracting evil. I'm like, Mom, no, that's not what you're supposed to say. <laughs> oh, no. oh I goodness. Like, I as a kid, I could not do scary movies. Yeah. There was one... You, you're a Disney kid, so maybe you would remember this. There was a Disney Channel original movie. It was like Phantom of the Cineplex Megaplex. or something like that. Megaplex or whatever. Yes. yes! I never watched that movie, but the commercials would come on, and I would have nightmares about the commercials. Like, I, it, that I was still me for, am haunted by it. Don't Look Under the Bed. Did you ever... Do you remember that Disney I Channel I remember movie? it, but I... I, I watched remember. that one. Twitches, none of that, no. Oh, I yeah. love Twitches. Twitches. So good. So good. I just love Tia and Tamara, but Don't Look Under the Bed for me was one of those first movies that I was like, I'm intrigued by this. Like, <laughs> I, I wasn't terrified of it, but I was like unsettled by it. And I would, yes, sleep with my covers over my head because that's <laughs> what you're supposed to do in the movie to keep the boogeyman away. Yeah. But like, that was probably my my interest was forming of like, oh, that's obviously really bad makeup. It's not that scary. And then I just, <laughs> then now I've been a haunt actor for the past like eight years. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's cool. Okay. I love that. Love I know. That. Pipeline from don't look under the bed to being a scare that. actor. Yeah. Literally. Gateway drug. Gateway drug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gateway. I'm a thrill with doing that. Like being a scare actor can never be me. I've got some stories for that. Oh, sure. Stories um, for days. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Um, well, Emily, you mentioned that Twilight was your series, like movie series that you loved. Sophie, yeah. do you have a movie series that you loved? 
<laughs> High School Musical. Okay, yeah. no, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> No. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. From my theater days, I did High School Musical. And yeah, here he goes. Here he goes. Yes. And so I, I actually still have PTSD to where I can't watch or listen to the first movie anymore. Mm-hmm. However, I love oh, so two and three. Like, I, those Who, all day. Yeah. Who were you in high school? I was Troy. He was Troy. Let's go. Yes! Yeah, I was Troy. <laughs> Obviously. Yep. Oh man, y'all's y'all's like um, intro music should have like get your head in the game. Bet like, on it, the... bet on it. Oh, we should mix it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, bet two, on it's the two. worst song in that entire franchise. <laughs> it's so bad. But the like, dance watching a, a grown man dance around a golf course is the worst. Amazing. <laughs> we, he hit yeah. that water. No, so here's the thing. So I love like High School Musical and Camp Rock, right? Well. Yes. Camp Rock is what my daughter's middle school is doing for yes. the spring like, musical uh-huh. play. Yes. Oh, her, yeah. You you get Mitchie or you walk home. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get this. Yeah, you get Mitchie or you're not getting dessert and all, tonight. Well, and all of the kids were like, oh, Camp Rock, like we should watch it because they hadn't watched it yet, which is lame. And most of them were like, oh, this, this movie's really dumb. <laughs> And You're, dumb. Like, you <laughs> You're dumb. You don't deserve. You're dumb. You're dumb. That's what we're dealing with right now. But no, at the time Twilight was out, I was like, um, I don't know if Hunger Games and Divergent were officially out at the same exact time, but those were like the genre, mm-hmm. like those were the movies and books I went to yeah. while most people went towards Twilight. And yeah. I know they ended up both being very popular yeah. as well. Um, but somebody described Twilight to me the first time I heard about it. I said, well, what is it? <clears throat> she was reading the book and she said, um, it's about a girl who's in love with a werewolf and a vampire. And I said, Ooh. well, that sounds like the stupidest thing on planet earth. So I did not read or watch it. <laughs> wow. It was, it was, it was, it was really good, but that's okay. It was formative. <laughs> it was, it was. I watched the last movie. It was. Yeah. It was interesting. I remember before before you change the subject or whatever, when the Hunger Games part one or Mocking Jay part one and two came out and that song, like mm-hmm. Are You? Mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, I would like walk around school like singing humming that song like I was, like in District mm-hmm. Twelve, like I yeah. like you know like I was the problem yeah. you know. Well, Divergent, <laughs> I watch that now and I I. Divergent is my movie that I'm like, oh, I'm feeling like unmotivated. I feel like mm, I want to like okay. get back into the gym or do something. I watch Divergent and I'm like, I okay. am dauntless. And I want to like <laughs> suddenly go take a boxing class or something or like go on a run, which I don't do either of those. So I'm like, no. Well, so Divergent, the the book series is my fa- my favorite book series. So good. And wow. um, I've talked about it for years that I love it. And one of the things I love is the author's a Christian, and I didn't realize it until uh-huh. after I'd read oh. the series the first time, that there's a lot, that she she ties in a lot of Christian themes in the sense of, like, when we walk away from a, our creator and we, like, try to control society, like, to fit our narrative, here's what we get. Mm-hmm. You know, we get, um, we get unique people are a threat, mm-hmm. essentially. And so, anyway, really cool. Well, I've, t- I've said that to my, my family a bunch. And um, my parents recently decided to get it on Audible. And so they were like, they drive together a lot. They, they road trip a lot. And they got really into it. And my dad is so ridiculous. So he was like really into it, whatever. Well, and spoiler alert. So like literally fast forward 30 seconds. Um, Homegirl dies in the end. Mm-hmm. And I cried um, so trust, hard. 
I cried so hard. I was depressed for like a month. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> well, my dad fi- like actually calls me, like picks up his phone and calls me to yell at me for <laughs> for suggesting a book series he'd get so into that he would <laughs> that he would like be mad in the end because she died. So anyway, wow. it killed wow. that's my divergent story. That killed me. I remember reading that during quarantine, and it, I was like 2 a.m. because I stayed up to read like, it. Like sobbing. And I was, yes. uh, of course, I was on Pinterest one day, and there was like a fan yeah. art. And somebody was like, oh, it, it was like of them together in the end. And, and everybody was like, oh, well, that's really sad that that doesn't actually happen. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I had to finish the book, and then that's how I found out. And I was like, literally, like, holding back sobs because my roommate was in the, the yeah. hallway or whatever. And I was like, wow. <laughs> like traumatized and i was 28 years old when that happened so (laughs) (laughs) did you enjoy like the movie adaptations or do you obviously do you like prefer the book what do you think first one did a good job yeah yeah and then it went downhill from there that's what i remember too finish they they did not finish the movies yeah that's what it is because i was like yeah there's three three movies and three books, but the third one was supposed to be split up, but yeah. they lost so much money with that third one that they didn't have it didn't to make start. Yeah. Right. yeah. It was so different. I mean, I read the book before I saw the movie, um, the the last one. And so part of me was like, okay, good. I'm glad they didn't finish it because in the movies, yeah. she's still alive. Um, but I... I know. I think that every time I'm like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. She's <laughs> she actually still alive. still together. Um, yeah. But I, I definitely like... I think that... Yeah, I agree. I think the first book to movie was was pretty spot on and then like from that point the last movie compared to book was so bad but i still appreciate it because i'm like it's okay she's still alive (laughs) i can still watch it because i remember watching the first movie and then i heard about the ending but never finished it surprise so yeah so (laughs) now i know i'm catching a theme hey hey The movie did you I fall asleep like is that what happened? No, the movie I did stay awake through, even though I did get a little tired, was the movie we were going to talk about today. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, have you fallen asleep in a movie theater? No, I've been close. Okay. I, <laughs> Very close. I have before. I'm just trying to remember the last time. That Not I with you. I I don't think I have. The last time I, I had a former. Remember, I definitively remember doing it. Was Independence Day Resurgence or something like that? It came out one summer. Sounds like something to fall asleep at. It was a week I was at a camp and we like went and I was like, out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What were you saying, so? Well, I had a former coworker who swore that the fifteen dollars it took to go see a movie was worth it because she would get like the best naps in (gasps) during that time. I was like, you need to what? figure your life out. If, that's expensive. Get a better the pillow theater, or something. Yeah. If the theater in our town had those reclining seats, oh, it would probably I, happen. No, but that's game the ones over. That, but that's the ones that she would sleep <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The those are the here, best. And I was like, it's not even a reclining. Yeah. Over the, uh, I wish good. we had recliners. There's a new theater in my hometown, and it goes way back. And I said, <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's getting crazy. Like, we're going all the way back. I love it. I I love it. We have the theater here that, like, you can order food and, like, drinks and stuff at. Um, I've gone to it. Yeah, it's similar. I think this is called Cinema Cafe or something. Yeah. Um, And I have gone once, and I think it was to see West Side Story. And I actually, like, I took advantage of the the meals and everything. Uh So I'm just imagining, like, that type of setting where there's like waiters and waitresses walking in and out of the aisle and then somebody's just like yeah. conked out taking a nap <laughs> like yeah <laughs> rude <laughs> those are like top tier experiences when we saw, we saw um, everything, everything everywhere all at once at the alamo halfway through the movie i said 
<laughs> More popcorn, please. <laughs> like, you write a note and, I, like, they I've go. Seen, yeah, I've seen a couple movies at the Alamo now, yeah. and I love them. Yeah. I think I got, like, an iced coffee one time. I was like, I'll take a latte. Ooh. <laughs> Watching this movie. The um, so, Everything Everywhere All at Once. My brother made me watch it. Oh. Um, Emily's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and, um, I'm just going to slide that in every time. That's the best so um, silly. So, so Emily's ex-boyfriend made me watch this movie, right? Okay. <laughs> and um, he, he said it's his like favorite movie, at least of this year, that's been made. He uh-huh. has seen it, I'm, I think at this point, eight times. Oh, my gosh. Um, my facial expression the whole time was like, <laughs> just... Okay. What? Was he doing that, like, and stare and watch at you throughout the big part, seeing if you enjoyed it? Uh, not really. Like, he'll, <laughs> okay. if we're all laughing, he might look around okay. or something. But no, he yeah. doesn't do that. That I would never watch a movie with him ever <laughs> if that was the movie. Anyway. Um, but anyway, I'm in church. That was months ago. I'm in church this past Sunday. And my pastor straight up uses that movie as a sermon point. <laughs> I'm surprised your pastor saw that movie, because that, it's an edgy movie. It kind of gets crazy. It's a little That's crazy. A, yeah, he was like, he was like, I'm still sanctified, but I watched this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, That's so, crazy. Yeah. Great movie. We saw it, and then I had to go alone and experience it by myself for my own understanding Wait, of it. Yeah, he watched That's it what I did. I, did I just thought of a favorite movie as you said yes. that. Which, ironically, um... Sophie's brother, my ex-boyfriend, took me to see it the first time, and then I went and saw it again by myself in the theaters. Uh, Tenet. I love Tenet. that movie. Yeah. I've not seen it. I love... I've not seen it either. Is it Christopher It's so Nolan? hard to hear. It really is. In the, theater, it, like, in the movie. Yeah, like the audio is so crazy. I have never seen it outside of... I only saw it in the theaters, mm-hmm. but that's what I've heard. Like, from theater to, to screen or whatever yeah. is, like, not very good audio but i think is that a it's christopher nolan right i think yeah. he did that film so i love like it's all wild. of the batman movies that he's done like i love his style of directing and everything and, and the picture and stuff um and you know robert pattinson's in it so <laughs> thought it was good but i genuinely think it's a great movie and so mm-hmm. i saw it one time in theaters with um roger he has a name everybody uh and then <laughs> i went by myself <laughs> once because i wanted to see it again it was so so good she also wanted to cleanse herself yeah. of, you know, the movie association. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. So, um, on our podcast, we recently had my mom, who's like P one, like she like listens to every episode. Yeah. Probably the first person to listen to our episodes, like mm-hmm. super big fan. And um, we had her on like a few weeks ago, and I introduced her as Emily's ex boyfriend's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Hi, Peggy." <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you since we broke up. Hi. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. It's all great. We're one big happy family. Great... Yeah, it was a great episode. And I mean, mom hears your voice every all single the time. week. So I, her concern when we started this podcast, I think, didn't she say to you, like, just don't bad mouth him. <laughs> like, don't mm-hmm. talk bad about. I was like, your well, brother. he gives me. Yeah. I was like, so he gives me ammunition, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love that. Well, a movie that we have all recently seen emily saw today for the mm-hmm. first time mm-hmm. with, her ice latte. with her <laughs> no not that today oh was ticket to paradise <laughs> and so it's george clooney julia roberts reuniting um and it I, I don't even know where to start so what movies have they done together before i feel like I uh, their most recent one was, was Eat, Pray, Love? money monster 
Oh, it um, is. And it came out in 2016. Fun fact, because, you know, Ethan knows all. Uh, That's it, what we call him on here. Yeah, he I'm just Ethan has... the all-knower. I just have facts pulling nah. from it. <laughs> like, we'll so, be sitting at the apartment, like, no one will be talking, and he'll just be like, did you know that like this happened on this date and that's why it's coming out next week? And I said, that's oh, I did it. I'm just like cooking I didn't dinner. I know that actually. So for anybody who cares about the box office, Ticket to Paradise made $16.2 million uh, its opening weekend, which is exactly the same amount that Money Monster made on its opening weekend. So their audience really didn't grow that much. <laughs> so it's the exact same um, thing. Yeah. Yeah. What were your guys' initial... I think it's going to... I think it's, like, streaming really soon. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's not in yeah. theaters very long. Yeah. Universal's like, oh, yeah. it didn't open that big? Send it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight to mm-hmm. streaming. I My initial reaction... Yeah. I, I had never seen them... Since you a, have the freshest take. Yeah, literally. literally. I saw it <laughs> nine hours ago. Um, my... I really like Julia Roberts, and I really like George Clooney, and I had never seen a movie of them together... So I I liked them as co-stars and and the types of characters that they played like this divorced yeah. couple mm-hmm. who you know he made the joke he was like oh my gosh like the worst 25 years of my life and she was like we were only married for 5 and he was like yeah well then the last 19 were recovery so yeah. it's like they're constantly ribbing at each other and I I also was thinking like oh my gosh julia roberts you get to go back to bali because like of eat pray love that's her. she ended her journey there it's like oh she gets to go back um i i thought bali i love that it was set in bali because i thought it was beautiful mm-hmm. and i've always wanted to go to bali and <laughs> fun facts it was filmed in australia lol or of like course. an island off of australia <laughs> well i found that out today <laughs> the fake bali looked great so um I, but i've always wanted to go to bali, to bali. Yeah, exactly. If that's what it looks like. Yeah, um, so I guess now I'll have to go to Australia. But yeah. I, I thought it was cute, and um, I, I did have like genuine reactions to it, where I was like laughing with them. I thought their humor mm-hmm. with each other was really good, and obviously it's Julia Roberts and George Clooney, like they're incredible. So, but like them together, it worked really well, and um, mm-hmm. I thought the storyline was pretty cute. Like it's, I feel like it's a storyline that maybe we would have seen on our on our Hallmark movies, but just yeah. <laughs> better <laughs> yeah i love it a lot yeah, better love it. more money more money <laughs> yeah i actually really liked it um i saw it <laughs> saw it with emily's ex-boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> i saw it with roger he has like the regal pass thing and so i was like yeah. whatever <laughs> um and i took Haley, my my 14 year old daughter and um I just was like, hey, I'm going to be reviewing this next week with, you know, this podcast. And do you guys want to go see it? And they said yes. So um, we went and I was cackling most of the movie. I thought like there were some subtle, like, you know, humor things that I just thought were so funny. Um, They put us in the smallest theater (laughs) um, that they had. So I was like, okay. It was was packed. (laughs) Um but yeah so like there were a bunch of like couples and everything like that and i was like nothing like you know seeing a rom-com with my brother and my daughter um, <laughs> but but i thought it was really funny i i love the story i kind of think it's cool when you have like the parents who understandably are stressed about a decision their daughter is making mm-hmm. um and then they try to manipulate things because we parents like sincerely do that um <laughs> 
And I also just kind of liked um, that George Clooney's character, like the male character, was insecure about like his relationship with his daughter and like does his opinion actually matter and that kind of thing. Because typically we see that that's the mom. The mom mm-hmm. is like, oh, I don't feel like she cares about what I have to say mm-hmm. and I don't matter to her. Um, so it's kind of cool to see that it was the male character that was insecure this time. And I think he did a great job of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I had a really, like, I loved, like, the whole way it was done. I think it was really interesting. Something that I was thinking about during the movie was, like, how the daughter, like, ends up wanting to marry this guy so fast. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, well, like, that's, that's, like, what we see, what I see a lot. Like, people getting into relationships really fast and, like falling in love and like getting married very quickly mm-hmm. but if you look at like her like parents dynamics in the beginning of the film like well wouldn't she want to find something stable and so i think like yeah. that like they like played in like that was just like an interesting thought that they toyed mm-hmm. with throughout the movie with like a ton of humor um but i thought like it's really fun to see like classic rom-coms back in the theater you have the blooper reel at the end and you mm-hmm. like have just like jokes that you're laughing along with that aren't like the strongest but they're like fun Mm -hmm. and you're like oh this is like the only other like the last rom-com i remember seeing in theaters that wasn't on netflix was marry me i love marry me (laughs) which i had a fun time with but like trash (laughs) but like that movie But, like, uh-huh. that, like, was obviously so unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's never going to happen. Like, if I'm at a concert yeah. and Taylor Swift calls me out, like, yeah. no. That's, like, no. that's never going to happen. But I feel like this felt, like, super just, like, oh, it's just so nice to yeah. see rom-coms back on the screen again. Yeah. I Well, recently The Lost City came out with this is true. and um, Channing Tatum. And I had that feeling. I was like, mm. oh, we finally got... A rom-com back. And yeah. then we recently reviewed a movie called Love in the Villa that's on Netflix, and I felt the same thing. I was yeah. like, oh, like, lower mm-hmm. budget, like, mid-budget um, movie that's, like, rom-com. And there's just, like, the teeny quirks in between, like, what they're saying is what I think makes, like, a really good rom-com. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I saw in this movie. It just had the right amount of cheesiness, mm-hmm. yeah. um, the right amount of, like... And I also like that it was an older couple. Yeah. I mean, George Clooney yes. and Julia Roberts, like, yeah. they're not... 20, you know? Yeah. Um, and yes, it centered on their daughter who was probably like 22, 23 mm. at the time. Um, and, you know, just some of those, de- some of the decisions she was making. But yeah, I felt like it hit all the right points that you want a rom-com to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did a good, like a good job of the acting and they yeah. did a good job of the set and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I grew up on movies like these. So I, I, my family, we would go to the theaters and we would either see a rom-com or, like, some overly dramatic, also romantic movie, like a Nicholas Sparks kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I, and I would just get drug along. Or, like, yeah. oddly, because we saw it with my mom. Mm-hmm. We saw this movie with my mom. She was here this weekend. <laughs> and she would also say, like, I would. it was either those two types of movies or, like, a hard R that I was way too young to be going to see. Like, they took me to see <gasps> We're the Millers. And they, and like no. things would happen, and my mom would like have a jacket, and she'd throw it over things my head, would and she'd happen. be like, "Don't look, don't look." <laughs> things would happen. <laughs> so things, things like that, and so I love movies like these, and so they'll, I'll always have a special place in my heart for those, which is why I like Marry Me as much as I probably do, just because those are the movies I'm used to seeing, yeah. like from my mm-hmm. childhood. Um, yeah. And I, so I love this one. I love George Clooney. Uh, Julia Roberts, I also like. I'm just not as familiar with her stuff. Like, George Clooney, 
I would watch those old, terrible Batman movies, you know, that he was in. And so, I love George Clooney. I thought this was great. I had genuine laugh-out-loud moments where I laughed a whole lot more than I was planning on. And, and like you, I, like you, Emily, I, I loved the fake Bali <laughs> setting. I was um, like, this is beautiful. I'm like, this Bali. is amazing. I, my, my mom would lean over to me and she'd be like, makes you want to go to Bali, right? I said, yeah, we need to go on vacation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mom. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I thought, That's, I thought I, it was really good. I put off for tomorrow what you can enjoy today. <laughs> okay. So there was a few, <laughs> it was funny because it was me like sitting in the back row and then probably four other, like, middle-aged, older ladies. Like, like they all were going on a little matinee movie date together. Like, a group of girlfriends. And they, <laughs> there was one part where um, their characters... I cannot remember their names. I'm so bad. It's just George Clooney and Julia Roberts. I don't remember their character names. Um, Grace and... I, their last name was Cotton. Anyway, but they kiss. They kiss on the top of like an overlook in Bali and yes. fake Bali, and then the, all the ladies start clapping. They literally start clapping in the movie theater, and really? I'm like, "What is happening?" It was so cute because all these little ladies were just like giggling, and like there was nobody else in the theater. I wasn't that pressed about it, but they were no. like having their little conversations. They were like, "Oh my gosh, did you hear me?" It was so cute because I was like. I'm enjoying the movie, but also these ladies are having a great time and just, like, giggling and having a grand old time. <laughs> Where'd you get? go? I don't know. I think the light just turned off in our in the closet. So, oh, there we go. not a visual medium, <laughs> everyone, but they just disappeared. And we just Their disappeared for just a minute. We were, like, oh. we were thinking about the kiss oh. in Bali again, and we were just getting yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Um, <laughs> all you could see was a little bit of Alex's glasses, because they were reflecting, like, us. <laughs> Where are you? Um, no, the what's actually one... happening is Ethan's getting his charger, but anyway. I was like, what ha- what's happening? <laughs> there was this one part, he was saying he's not as familiar with Julia Roberts movies, but I... I used to watch, like, Steel Magnolias and Pretty Woman oh. and, like, all these other movies that she's been in, Runaway Bride, all of those. And there there used to be this really horrible joke slash, like, th- saying about her was, like, because she has such a big smile and, like, she's got, you know, big teeth, a larger mouth, a really beautiful big smile. And people used to, like, make fun of that and say that, like, she had a smile like a horse or she had teeth like a horse. And then in this movie, there was this one part where that um, they were at the engagement party, and one of the little family members was talking about her and complimenting her, and the tr- the translator was like, and he also says, you look like a beautiful horse. And I almost <laughs> lost my mind, because like- I did not get that. That's what they used to talk about her with her smile uh, and her laugh and everything, because it's so big. They used to like- they yeah. like you know tabloids all that yeah. whatever the haters. but the haters they would talk about that and so in the movie he was she was like she he said you're like a beautiful horse and she she goes what and then the translator again was like i'm sure that's not actually what he said and he was like yeah that's that's what he said and she was like yeah okay and then walked away but i yes. thought it was so funny just little subtle yes jabs that way yeah i'm telling you what there was a scene when they're basically playing like beer pong, oh my God. and that, that was against. I, I laughed until I was so in tears. I was like funny. struggling to breathe. That entire like montage so and like funny. what they did with it, I was like, the, it was one of the funniest movie scenes I have seen in a long time. Yeah. Like that was pure gold. I was laughing so hard. I don't know if anybody around me was laughing. <laughs> like I don't know. I it couldn't hear so anything. Funny. I couldn't see anything. I was like tears streaming down my face. 
It was so good. I don't remember George Clooney. I've never really seen him in, like, really comedic roles. And that scene, to me, was, like, like physical comedy. Like, like just yeah. actual comedy for him. And it, to me, I'd never really seen that from him before. But it, it was just so well done. And um, the, I loved that lily the daughter was like mom dad stop you're embarrassing me <laughs> like this like genuine like mm-hmm. child parent moment yeah. of the of the parents like just having fun and dancing and she's just like oh my gosh i can't be here <laughs> like which her beyonce Haley, Haley looked over at me during that when she said that mom and dad you're embarrassing me she looked over at me and she was like you <laughs> <laughs> i can picture you busting a move like yeah. i could dance to that I was music like, I'm and notes. have a great time mm-hmm. you're right it's taking just, notes yeah. <laughs> it's just funny like how much when you like grow up like now with my parents I'm like if they were in a situation like that like I would be like oh okay whatever like yeah I'm not embarrassed anymore by them but like that scene I thought was so fun because like you could feel like their chemistry like in that scene and then for like I think that was kind of like the shifting point that kind of like changed I think their chemistry as characters together and it made it like okay like it kind of meshed their like um kind of the ending it like just was able to kind of show i don't even know where i'm going with this i lost my train of thought but what i'm saying is okay like, i know where you're going with it yeah. because i can hate on marry me with it okay so <laughs> this <laughs> so no. take it to paradise did a great job of pacing themselves like the movie did of pacing themselves so you see they hate each other they cannot be in the same room together um they join forces to like you know prevent her daughter from getting married Mm -hmm. um and you see some of that or whatever and then you see this point of the pivot point of okay i can see how they could then fall in love at the end you know moment of like if i didn't have that i i would not be convinced yeah the reason i did not like marry me is because they did not do that well um they did not lead you it made zero sense the whole movie Mm -hmm. made zero sense and then they do the montage of them like doing fun mm-hmm. stuff together towards the end of the movie yeah. of the movie which they should have done that way sooner so that you can understand why they enjoyed being around each other in general and then that could have been the pivot point it probably should have been two you know a third of the way into the movie and it ended up being like seven eighths yeah. <laughs> of the way into the movie um whereas this one felt pretty much like half you got like disdain yeah. and then really really funny scene yeah. and then they had conflict of what the heck do we do with these feelings yes. yeah. the movie. yeah yeah it reminds me of like uh, you know, a couple of movies that Sophie and I have reviewed where <laughs> there's like this ebb and flow. This like it's like a taunt of like, oh, they're having this really cute moment. Ooh, yeah. uh, and then the whole time, I'm personally thinking like, what do I, what do I want to happen with these two characters? Because I like don't necessarily think that it would be good for them to get fully back together. But also, I you know we don't want them butting heads the whole time forever. And so it was kind of like I was as an audience member was trying to think like huh what would i like to see happen what's happening right now what might that lead to like i'm so used to trying to predict the ending because of all the movies that we do on our podcast but for this one i was like the ending i think personally was vague enough as far as their relationship stood was mm-hmm. vague enough for me that i was like oh okay that's that's up for interpretation yeah. type thing but it, the whole time it was like this little bit of give and take and this kind of like Ooh, what do I want to happen with them? I'm not quite sure. And I thought it was done really well. Yeah. Yeah. It was super enjoyable. Yeah, I had a great time with it. There were some parts where I felt, not necessarily the pacing, but there there came a point about halfway through where I I was just like, 
it felt like it had been longer than an hour or so. Sure. And I was just like, oh my gosh, there's yeah. so much left. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and, I, and it was, I was entertained. It was just, it felt like it drug on a little bit longer than it had to. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I don't know what I would have cut because I felt like all of it was necessary. Yeah. So I don't, right. I don't know how you solved that problem, but yeah. I, I didn't know. You said you almost fell asleep in it. No, I, I was. Just, it was just a long day. I was just tired. <laughs> <laughs> I was. It wasn't a bad movie. It was just tired. <laughs> but like, it was fun because like, I think it still kept me entertained because like, mm-hmm. even when we got towards like after the like um, night out and we like now what we do like then her boyfriend comes in proposes that jacks yeah. up the plan and oh she's like conflicted and so like it gave me a yeah. little bit more interest to be like oh like i really wonder like what if like it were to go this way not the other you know what i mean yeah. so i thought that that was good to add in. no yeah tell it, me, it was a funny moment for sure tell me your thoughts because i'm still thinking on the ending of how it went so it obviously i mean we this isn't a big i mean it is a spoiler but it's not like a movie where like spoiler alert um (laughs) they they stay in bali or they decide to stay in bali at the end of the movie when you know they jump off the boat and freeze frame all that kind of stuff and i just thought it was funny as they were sitting there on the boat leaving talking and they're like why wait kind of stuff i'm like oh that's cool they're like they'll get back together real quick and they'll come back and then they just decide to jump off the boat and i thought it was so funny because i was like oh that's cute and then the movie ended i said well you're still gonna have to go back and like tie up your lives in america so like you will eventually have to even if you are gonna move to bali you're like yeah it kind of so and yeah i must say endings are a pretty big deal for for us yeah i'm like (laughs) we want to know we want to see that the couple is capable of succeeding. Um, and so with Hallmark movies, when they end, wh- like when it ends with them finally getting together, we don't like, that's not our favorite. Um, we like a flash forward a lot, sure. you know, where mm-hmm. it's like a year later mm-hmm. and you see that they've kind of, you know, whatever. So I had that feeling of like, you're an architect. What are you doing? Yeah. Like you're an art buyer person. Yeah. Like what the, <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? So yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah. It, obviously, in the moment, I was like, oh, my gosh, yay, they're going to stay and they're going to maybe try and rekindle mm-hmm. or, you know, th- they had made some progress up until that point, but it wasn't resolved. So we didn't really know what was going to happen. But again, I kind of liked that. And then when they freeze framed off the boat, of course, part of me, my brain was like, well, you guys certainly have the money to stay there for a while. Yeah. Like, they're both very well off yeah. characters. Like, it's reasonable to believe that they could make that happen and just like stay in Mm -hmm. Bali for a while and I I thought it was sweet the relationship between them and their daughter I think was sweet because I don't know like to me I didn't see that she was like super jaded by the fact that they were always butting Mm -hmm. heads but she just kind of understood how her parents were Mm -hmm. but she was still like trying to live her own life not not like in spite of how her parents were but I think she was genuinely just like no this is where I belong and I'm making this decision for me Blah, blah, blah. But so, like, even with all of their headbutting, I felt like their relationship with the daughter was, like, pretty solid, other than the fact that they tried to, you know, manipulate her whole wedding from not happening. But I I love the little moment at the very end when, like, she's saying goodbye to them, and it's Mm -hmm. kind of, like, this sweet, like, you know, father-daughter, mother-daughter moment, and, like, their new son-in-law and all this stuff. And so when they jumped off the boat, I'm like party in bali like oh everybody gets to hang out together again <laughs> yeah 
Well, and you have to think, too, they were there for four days. Yeah. Or something yeah. like that. This it was, like, true. very little yeah. time. So, yeah, maybe it was they just extended it to, like, a two-week vacation right. so they could actually get time together. Yeah, mm-hmm. instead of trying to sabotage a whole wedding. Yeah. So. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I wish yeah. I could be like, this place is paradise. I want to stay I'm going to stay here for a little bit. I know. Yeah. The dream, for sure. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, for them, too, they're like, oh, this is where we rekindled our love for each other again and, like, let go of differences. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. stay here and not leave. So there's that, like, excitement, yeah. too. The that bubble. Comes in the picture. Well, what if, what if that leaves it open enough that they want to make a second movie? Because they could totally do a second one where they do like a, a renewal of the vows, but there's trouble in paradise with Lily and <laughs> trouble in paradise. Vows yeah. on the line. They yeah. <laughs> and they are like struggling because you know oh he wa- he actually wants to leave the island but she doesn't and oh. yeah I, I got like Mamma Mia vibes from this too Ooh, like yeah. the younger daughter Ooh, yeah. The younger daughter wants to marry, you know, they live on this beautiful island, and it's, the idea in Mamma Mia is, like, they're too young to get married, it's too fast, and then it kind of, like, gave me those ideas as well, but I I liked that Lily and, I forgot her, (laughs) I literally just saw it, and I forgot her husband's name, um, G'day, they, um, (laughs) G'day, mate, they, (laughs) we never remember names either on our podcast. They ha- their relationship, I for how quick it was, it seemed like it was really solid, and they had a few moments where like I love, they... I love G'day yeah. because he was not an idiot and no. he totally saw through her parents. The that was my favorite yes. part. That, I was like, oh, I love, I loved this. it. I love yeah. it. Like, sees it. They had a little argument and stuff, but obviously, like they, they like had a solid relationship. And I thought the wedding ceremony part where he was like, we we can't do this because it's not the right circumstance. Like we need your blessing to, to mm-hmm. her mom and dad. Otherwise like this just can't happen today. And like family was such a big thing with him, such a huge family. And I liked that contrast between like how close and big their family was to like how, how much her parents like hated each mm-hmm. other. And it was just so different. And it's like, you can see that she like, she felt she belonged there probably too, because of how beautiful it was. And like also mm-hmm. the, the family aspect of all of it too. Mm-hmm. A Ticket to Paradise, the musical. <laughs> I, I would watch it. Two oh, tickets to paradise. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I, I was thinking of that time. song, too, when we, um, when we went there from, yeah, from the office. But it never me. once entered my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I kept, it was stuck Sad. in my head. So it was so funny. I, um, I kept getting it confused, though, with, like, A Perfect Getaway. The, that mm-hmm. movie title kept popping yeah. into my head. And I was like, nope, not the same movie. Not yeah. the same movie at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I loved it. It was so good. I wish it was in Bali right now. Me too. Always. Or mm. Australia. Or, yeah, Australia. Yeah. <laughs> I have friends who are in Australia right now. They, they're they performers on a cruise ship, and they're oh. in Australia. I'm like, fine. So, yeah. Wow. Casual. Wow. That's so exciting. Well, thank you guys for coming on. This was so much Thanks fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Of course. Thanks for having us, guys. We loved this. And we're going to have um, you guys on to ours soon. So yes. we'll do some Cannot fun crossovers. Wait. Yes, because we'll it's the best time of year shift. for you guys coming up. Truly. It's All the right. most. Yeah. We just um, recorded our first Christmas, two two Christmas episodes this week, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are Christmas movie, like, crazy right so now. So we watched oh, five wait. Christmas movies this weekend. How? Five. I, I make it <laughs> through Halloween. Like November first, I will start cracking out the Christmas. But that that'll be the first thing we talk well, about when you when we have you guys on. Is like, okay, so when do you decorate for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Write that down. It's be here before you know it. I'm so excited. It's true. It's so exciting. Two months. 
I know. <sighs> it's time. From today. No, literally. Yeah. Oh, As my gosh. Oh, my gosh. October 25th, two months from today. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> wow. Perfect timing. Perfect. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll see you guys on the next episode of I Watch That. Thanks again for hanging out with us here at Hallmark Remarks. If you like this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a review so our podcast can find its way to new listeners who can join in on the fun. And while you're at it, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at Hallmark underscore Remarks pod and on Pinterest at Hallmark Remarks. That's where we'll not only post about movies we'll be reviewing, but also keep you up to date on our lives and other exciting things. And if you have movie suggestions, thoughts, or want to send us pictures of your pets, email us at hallmarkremarkspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, never forget that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Thank you.